This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock climbing Libra, and loves rom coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hey everybody, welcome. Thank you for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. My name is Zach. I'm here with Laura. Laura is freshly back from her trip to Hawaii. Um, I am coming off of almost two consecutive weeks of work with clients where I learned a lot uh, about different ways that you can be of help to clients, um, different things that are happening. We talk a little bit about just uh, the choices you have when you're trying to interact with one another, particularly when things are stressful and uh, different ideas that we're coming up with in terms of just making things a little more sane and safe in terms of interacting with one another. I'm pleased with the progress of my fantasy football team. The Golden Donuts are 2-0 and right now, which I'm excited about. Laura's team is 0-2, and which is, that's just the way it is. But for now, this is a very cool conversation. Stick around. I had a lot on my mind. I had clinical supervision and I we talked about some really interesting things, but um, right now I feel a little brain dead, to be perfectly honest. Well, you've been in Hawaii. I know. It, well, the Hawaii part, I was fine. It was the flight home from Hawaii. It was a 12-hour journey. It could have gone halfway around the world. Could have been to Paris if I wanted to. Anyway, I got 10 hours of sleep last night, which was phenomenal. I went, fell asleep at 8 o'clock, woke up at 6, 6, 6.30. I got 10 and a half hours of sleep. Ready to roll. Right on. Yeah. That's cool. When you got home from your trip, did you say, I'm really glad we did that trip? Or did you have some other experience like, I hate you. I, I can't wait to get away from you. Like, go to the other room. Uh, I'm I'm tapped out on humans. I was definitely around. Mm. It, so we went with Ryan's entire family. This was um, a memorial trip to spread ashes, which I think we may have done illegally. Because uh, right I don't think you can actually do. <laughs> but don't tell anybody. <laughs> um but yeah, we released Pop into the ocean. It was lovely, but it was a lot of human interaction and a lot of kid interaction. Mm. Holden was the only kid. So I was like, you know, his best friend this whole trip. So I got home. The other kid. Yeah, yeah I was the other kid. And I can tell Ryan's been making a lot of bids for connection. Like he's been coming up and hugging me from behind. And he's like, do you want to go in the hot tub with me? Do you, I mean, all of these, like, mm. I want to spend time with you. Do we have a date night coming up? And I'm just <laughs> tapped out on human. So you're like, go away. Yeah. I got to give him uh, a rain check on that. I would say one more day of some alone time and then I'll probably be okay. I'll be better. Right on. How was your last week? Uh, it's pretty good. I did a, I did a marathon counseling session last weekend. Um, 
So they come in four o'clock on Friday till nine okay. p.m. Okay. And then nine p.m. to four o'clock the next day. And then nine p.m. to one nine a.m. Sorry, nine a.m. to four o'clock the next day. So Whoa. all day Saturday. That's a lot. And then and then nine to one on Sunday. Hold on, hold on, and hold on. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So yep, Friday's Friday night, five hours. Saturday, first part of Saturday. And then seven Four hours the next day. Five, six, seven, eight. Nine. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So five, seven, lot. 13, um, 18 hours of therapy in three days. With yeah. So, so yesterday was my first day off in like, I don't know, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, something like that, which was kind of crazy. It was, it was pretty intense, but. Do you always see clients uh, on the weekends? Only when I do a marathon. Okay. Wow. So like, um. So I sort of, I sort of vacuumed out the marathon of my work mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, vacuumed out the weekend of my work life. So, so I worked Monday through Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday through Friday. Yep. So, you know. And now you're working with me on a Sunday. Now, because you were in Hawaii, I'm talking to you on Sunday. Yep. Although it doesn't quite feel like work exactly. Um, it's not work. It's catching up and talking to our best friends. But what I was going to say is I really like those marathons. Like they're, they're actually really, they're long. And as mm-hmm. an introvert, it's taxing, but it's really good to be in it for like three days with the same mm-hmm, couple mm-hmm. um versus say on a say a Wednesday I'm in it with you know six couples for a shorter amount of time. Um can I ask you a question? Um of course. Okay, so I, I have a lot of I think there's a lot of benefits to doing marathon therapy where yep. um and I think the first thing that I would say is probably pretty awesome is that in order for you to do marathon therapy, it's not cheap. You are paying for all of your therapy up front and you are just saying, we are in this. And I think when people financially commit, they commit an entire weekend. They have to move their schedules around. They have to find childcare. Maybe they're flying across the country. I don't know what their deal is. But in order for you to do that, I think you are emotionally preparing to get in it and get raw and get real and be vulnerable. And when we space out therapy, I don't think there's that pre-commitment. It's kind of like, oh, I'm going to see if I like the therapist and we'll see how the first session goes. And maybe we'll go to the second session and, and maybe we'll just yeah. kind of schedule it as needed rather than booking out three months in advance. So I think that's one huge benefit benefit I see of coming and doing this marathon therapy is you are bought in. There is an agreement. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of like, it's sort of like going to a yoga retreat, I would imagine. Right. Like where you, where you're like, I'm going to go and it's going to cost a lot and it's going to be three days. And yeah. It, but you're starting to kind of reset the system. Like mm-hmm. there's sort of an investment in a giant resetting of the system, which, and I, you know, they're not, they're not cheap and I, they're taxing for me. So I price them for me at a place that it's like, it's only worth it for me. So. Right. It's I pretty high. You know I, mean? I get it's it. Like, it's pretty high. Like it's, and, and, but, but you know what, like I'm, I'm all in and I love it. And I think, um, there's a lot of, I don't know, I'm not trying to advertise or anything, but I think if you're considering mm. maybe the option, yeah, there's, there are pros and cons for sure, but I'm getting a lot of people who are sort of going, I'm interested in that. And you know what I, I think would be, be really neat. Cause I don't want to do too many. I think you and I means. should do a weekend. You and I That'd do a fun. weekend and we, we, do a, an intensive situation. And I don't know if we do it live or if we do it virtual, but I think we could do a weekend and maybe have three couples um, yeah, maybe. do something like that where the price might be a little less, but you get both of us. I think that would be kind of cool. I think it could be cool. I think I also like, I am more and more getting like, I don't know if this online thing is 
the best, right. you know, like mm-hmm. I being in person with this couple for a very long time was really rich. Um, mm. It suffered the bet. It suffered like being in my office, like my little one little square space. Yeah. It'd be cool to have like a, like a house or something yeah. um, where you like really went, went for it. But um, I don't know. I'm brainstorming a lot of that, which is kind of fun, but mm. that's kind of how my last week has went. I've had, um, Rebecca and I have kind of woken up and tried to really emphasize doing some like a lot more sort of date nighty sort of stuff. So Mm. I've been on a lot of dates lately, which has been really cool. With your wife. I wanted to tell you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But I wanted to tell you about, um, did I ever tell you about, uh, our iron chef parties? No, I don't think so. So we, we have an annual iron chef parties. Um, and the first one was before COVID and then we didn't do any during COVID. So the second annual iron chef party was four years later, which was this weekend. That's fine. Um, but it's cool. We invite, uh, like we had five couples, so 10 total people and each couple, each of the five couples is responsible for a, one of the dishes that we're going to eat for a dinner. Yep. And all of the dishes have a common ingredient. Oh, maybe you did so, tell me. So what was the ingredient? The first time we did it, it was bacon. <laughs> you cannot um, lose this bacon. What did well, they do for dessert? Like, I know. Right. I, that was, I mean, this was three years ago. So, but we also bacon, had cocktails. Bacon, like cocktails maple. was one of the. Oh, I could, I mean, bacon cocktails, obviously you put bacon in, in a Bloody Mary done. Well, I mean, no, but, but but with Iron Chef parties, like you have to be creative and you have to be nuanced Mm -hmm. and you're, you're going for presentation points. Wow. This time, this Friday we did corn. So corn was the secret ingredient. So there was an appetizer. A little bummed out about that one. Well, it was amazing. Mm. Like everybody, everybody knocked it out of the park. Cool. Um, which was really fun because after the first party, we definitely raised the bar for the second party. Yeah. And, um, and it was, it was, it was baller and I was determined to win. Um, what was your course? What did you do? I was in charge of the main dish because okay. I host the party. I'm like, I'll make the main, okay. I'll make dinner. So in your little most. home, you host that whole crew. Yeah, totally. They're bringing the meals um, already cooked or already prepared. Yeah. Okay, got yeah. it. Okay. I mean, they can have, I mean, the, part of the rules are if you need the stove, you need to reserve the stove and everybody gets like, I mean, it's, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of intense, but my next door neighbors also come. So we'd actually have two kitchens cool. like in, in the party. Yeah. Um, but I lost like badly. I, 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 of the five dishes, mine was in fifth place by a long shot. Like it wasn't close. Is this and like so, a blind, uh, what do you call it? Rating or are people just saying, Hey, your dish. No, everybody votes. No, we vote. Okay. We voted. We voted on uh, scorecards. Okay. Um, I love this. I love <laughs> it. It's, it was amazing. Like I, I hope too, people are like, Hey, I'm thinking about, I'm going to think about marathon therapy. Yep. I'm also going to think about iron chef parties yeah. because it was a fantastic, but here was the best part. I work really hard to make sure that the people that are there, they don't know each other. Oh. Um, so the, the, so it doesn't matter, but like in both parties, we've had some people that are the same, but some people are different, but mostly they don't, we don't know each other, Yeah. which means when we come together, we're talking about nothing. We're literally talking about what do you do? And what do you think of the 49ers and the Seahawks? And what do you, what, what are oh, you in a band? Tell me about your band. And Oh, what are you watching on TV? Like we literally talk about just we don't talk about our marriages. We don't talk about politics. We don't talk about how our, how our parenting is. That's okay with you? We just you? talk about you like a hundred percent. I'm the opposite no, like, right now. It, no, in the, and in that party, a hundred percent. Okay. We are just there having fun, doing food, mm-hmm. talking about the inspiration for the food. Like how hard is it? Where did you get your ideas for your corn recipes? I mean, <laughs> I think particularly you and me, we spend so much time talking to people about something. Something about heavy somethings. Heavy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or not even, 
not even, it's not always even heavy. It's just important. But, and I think oh. that every once in a while we ought to talk about things that are just not important. Well, I'm, I'm pushing back. I'm in the season of my life where, uh, yes, well, that's I'm, why you weren't invited to the party. <laughs> that girl over there, know, avoid her. She's going to ask you about your marriage. You. <laughs> She's going to ask about your financial situation if you're ready for retirement or maybe how your internal yeah. organs are feeling these days. Um, or no, it's kind of like, it, it would be kind of like um, after the party, everybody's talking about the dishes that we ate. No one's talking about mine, by the way, but <laughs> it'll also than, be like, yeah. we love talking to, we love talking to your friend, Amy. And your other friend, uh, Jeff and, yeah. and Tyler, and we love talking to, and, and then you won't be mentioned. Right. No. <laughs> like <laughs> we were dodging Laura. We were hoping that she would like every time Kinda she like put my dish. something in her mouth, we're like, good thing she likes to eat. She ate the whole time. Yeah. Um, no, I'm kind of the opposite where I spend a lot of time talking to other people about heavy things, but it's not yeah. reciprocated. And mm. I am really, That's a good point. yeah. So, you know, I've been in the season of competition. I'm also kind of in the season. I've, I've mentioned this before of feeling known and feeling uh, seen. And, yeah. um, a lot of my, uh, which I, I enjoy doing the podcast cause I get to talk about myself. I don't get to talk too yeah. much about myself in therapy, but, yeah. um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm in a season right now of feeling known and feeling seen and having deeper conversations um, I was in Maui and there was a moment where, you know, we're kind of all going different places and it's with family. And I think we're kind of treading lightly because nobody wants to ruffle feathers and mm -hmm. uh, all this stuff. And then there was a moment where we all went out to the pool and I think we probably ended up talking in the middle of the night in the hot tub in the pool for like four hours. And I woke up the next morning and I just was like, ah. Oh. I feel seen. I feel like the conversation went mm. somewhere and that's fueling me right now. So that's kind mm -hmm. of where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So I guess I'm not invited, but I dig, I dig your chef party. I have something similar and I was thinking about that because I get into my hole of just doing the same thing. I love my family. I love to be in my own home. Mm -hmm. I don't want other people in my home, but I also want to feel seen and known. Mm -hmm. So my goal is to have a potluck game night every other week and do that. So that's mm. going to be, I'm going to start inviting people over for potluck game night. Yeah. I think I, I've been thinking about this too, because Rebecca and I were talking about like, we had to do this more often. We had to do something similar and I, I, why not, man? Why don't just gather people together and enjoy Let being in break the bread space together. That's a song. Right? So I, I invented this thing in my head last night um, that I'm trademarking right now when I say it on the, on the podcast, so you can't steal it, nope. but you, um, but I think you should have four total couples to your potluck okay. or to Iron Chef. We had 10, we had 10, uh -oh. uh, we had 10 people. So five total couples, Yeah. but it's going to be, let's, let's call it date night. D E I G H T night, date night, okay. eight people. Okay. Date night. All right. Yeah. Isn't that cool? So no, you kind of. I thought I was going to get something more special, but I kind of fell flat. What's wrong? With, I think date night's pretty great. Like, hey, uh, we have date night once a month. That's four couples. Hold on, and hold they on. Come over didn't, and they, didn't John and Julie Gottman write a book? Great dates, or they called it. It's called eight dates. Eight dates. So you would have spelled yeah. it D E date. Eight, D E I G H T. Maybe yeah. Maybe eight dates. Okay. Anyway. This episode's been yeah. brought to you by the Gottman Institute and Eight Dates. No, 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 it hasn't been. No. It's been brought to you by our other sponsor, which I'm so excited to talk about. Oh. Because I love them. Hey guys, you've heard me talking about our Iron Chef party, which I love. I love food. I love going out for food. 
Um, we have found a restaurant here in Seattle that we love, um, but I also love staying in for food and we love, love, love cooking with the meal kits that we get from Green Chef. I'm not even making this up. Green Chef, you know, is a partner with HelloFresh, which we also use, but I'm falling more and more in love with these recipes, um, mostly because they kind of raise the bar for you as a chef and you actually have to learn how to do stuff. So I'm really glad to introduce you to the offer that they have. They have a couple things going on. There's more customization, which I've learned. Um, they have wild and organic protein options. You can swap protein in any meal that features chicken, beef, or salmon to suit your tastes, but they deliver recipes right to your door. There's 24 every week that you can pick from. I think I told you about the couple that uh, when they found uh, Green Chef, they, w- they will say that it saved their relationship, saved them time, saved them money. They were eating healthier. They were uh, eating smaller portions. Green Chef has new ingredients. Um, we found that we can kind of tailor to whatever our family's in the mood for. And we have three different kind of picky eaters. So if you love food like me, Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you and not the other way around. Also, while it's very easy to complain about the environment these days, Green Chef is the only meal kit that is both carbon and plastic offset. So they offset 100% of the carbon footprint as well as 100% of the plastic in every box. A number one complaint I hear about these meal kits is that they come with so much wasted stuff, but Green Chef is going out of their way to make sure that they mitigate some of that. So... Go to greenchef.com slash MTR135 and use code MTR135. That'll get you $135 off of five boxes and your first box ships for free. So that's greenchef.com slash MTR135. Use code MTR135 to get the $135 off. Uh, again, I can't celebrate these enough. They're a lifesaver for us and some couples I know. They made me better at the Iron Chef party, even though I didn't win. Um, but I am excited about what I'm learning and uh, I'm excited about what you can learn. So go ahead and check out Green Chef. It's the number one meal kit for eating well. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. What's happening in the world, by the way, uh, of couples? Are you <laughs> seeing like uh, anything in particular in, come into your office? You've obviously been working a lot. I've been, I've been the opposite, I've been dialing down my practice. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I think, I think I am definitely having a moment where I'm kind of like, uh, when you asked me what was going on in the world, I was like, holy crap. We're like, really? Cause the world's just falling apart. Everything's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. You can, and there's bad news everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think about how easy it is to look around and get upset about something. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't you just take your pick. It doesn't matter if you're, you can get upset about the economy, about politics, you can get upset about the environment you can get upset about, you know, war and you know, the other part of the country, the uh, other part of the planet. I mean, so for me, it's very, very easy to get overwhelmed. And I think when I dial that down to couples and I, and I'm listening to them talk about like all of the things that are problematic, I'm like, yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. 
it's very, very easy to look at all the things that are hard in your marriage. Right. Like that's, yeah, go for it. I mean, it's so easy. So what's the hard thing? The hard thing is to look for the things that are going well. Yeah. I, I had this, um, I don't know. I'm just more and more convinced that nothing really matters except how you treat the people you love. Hmm. Literally nothing matters except how you treat the people you love, which is not to say in actuality, things don't matter, but the best way for me to affect change in the world mm -hmm. is to make sure that I am showing up for my wife and my kids, yeah. my clients, and to help other people do the same, yeah. which just happens to be my job because I cannot do all that much to affect the environment, the economy, sure. politics. Yeah. Da, 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 da. I mean, I can't, yeah. I can care. So I don't know. I think if there's anything that's going on, it's that people are overwhelmed with kind of how easy it is to be overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And I'm just looking for ways out, which is again, kind of why I, I think about the Iron Chef party the way I do. Like, let's just come and enjoy food and uh -huh. company and, you know, being present with each other. Yeah. Um, Building in things that feel good. I think there was sort of a tacit agreement that some things were just off limits. Like we just weren't going to talk about. Yeah. How are your kids? <laughs> like, do not ask me how don't, my kids are. Yep. Don't like, want to touch that topic. Don't want to yeah. even think about, I don't yeah, have any children. Yeah. In fact, never did. Never will. <laughs> <laughs> not tonight. Not tonight. Oh man. Um, um, I, I mean, it kind of reminds me a little bit of where I have been. I, I got in a really... I've just kind of been in a gross spot in my own head, just um, allowing negativity to kind of spin and spend time. And um, and I've been aware of it. And so it's interesting that you're talking about this because I have been a little more deliberate about seeking joy and seeking kindness and positivity. And it has okay. to start with myself. And what I have learned is that I got to a place where I was kind of spiraling in a way of thinking negative thoughts about other people. I don't like what they're doing with their life mm. or I don't, man, that's really frustrating. I don't like the way that they speak to me. I don't like this or whatever it might be. And I mm. kind of got stuck in that space and I'm in Maui and it's beautiful. And I'm like, geez, Laura, take control of what you can take control of. And I mm. went back to my training of what would I tell? What would I tell clients if they were stuck in a place of negativity or negative thoughts about other people, whether it be your mm. partner, whether it be family members, whether it be a guy driving on the road next to you, whatever it is. Mm. And I, mm -hmm. I started thinking, I was like, I would tell them to build empathy. And it's a, it's yeah. a, it's something that you said a long time ago that I say often. And I think about often, which is if you're getting defensive or you're having that like negative thought pattern, it's probably because you don't have enough information. Mm -hmm. And so I went back to that and I thought, okay, I don't have enough information about these people in my life that I'm getting tripped up on. How can I build empathy? How can I gain more information so that I can understand them better and extend more grace and basically stop internalizing something that's frustrating about that person, internalizing it to their character, um, and instead just saying, well, it's probably they're having a bad day or whatever it might be. Maybe. Yeah. So. Yeah. Or even if they're not having a bad day for you to, you to assume that maybe they are, it softens you, you know? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Or there's just a I lot a, that I don't know. There was a woman in my cart in my office just the other day and she was talking about how she's aware that when she's driving, how much she's like, Oh, come on, buddy. And mm -hmm. what are you thinking? Mm -hmm. And geez, hurry up. And like, she's just, and she's doing this out loud in front of her kids. Yes. And 
she's realizing like, so lately I've been starting to say things like, Hey, way to use your turn signal. And <laughs> I hope you have a nice day. And that's a pretty car. Like she's like literally <laughs> trying to say out loud uh-huh. the opposite sorts of things because yeah. You know, I, I was trying to meet you today at one thirty, and I was about 15 minutes late because I was in traffic and I was screaming at people and yeah. I was upset and I was like, and I was like, wait a second. I literally have no control. Right. Except of my own brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so yeah, I was like, Hey, my, nice my girlfriend uh, noticed that her, her daughter is in kind of a state of whininess. She's like 10. Right. And mm-hmm. she's just whining mm-hmm. and upset about certain things and whenever she starts to whine about little things her mom i'm gonna get loud in the microphone for a second as uh, my training partner becky oh this is whoopee this is whoopee. yes you know whoopee. whoopee yes she goes yeah yeah. yeah and it's just a way yeah. of like changing the energy in the room but we have also started doing that as a family of um there's just been negativity in our household. And so yeah. when Ryan is it's negative, easy, it's, it's easy, so easy, but there's a thing about like, okay, I have negativity in my heart. Do you know that it's there? Probably because I wear my heart mm. on my sleeve. So when negativity is impacting other people in the room, especially in such a tight knit family, like the three of us, I will start to say to Ryan, Hey, you be more gentle with me. That's my repair. And now we have my kiddo who was kind of being spicy with me. And Ryan stepped in. He said, hey, just want you to be aware that you're kind of being spicy and you're probably not meaning to hurt mom's feelings, but it's starting to hurt her feelings. How can mm. I help remind you? And not necessarily correct, but how can I help remind you of what's in your heart? Because I know you love mom. And he, they mm-hmm. have a code word. And I forget what the code word is. Like it's spice it's or something good. It's like theirs. that. But it's theirs, but it's now the whole family is getting in on it. And we kind of have code Mm -hmm. words of like, hey, we're a tight knit crew. We the overall goal is we're seeking positivity. We're looking for the things that we can find joy in, whatever. And Mm -hmm. if your negativity is impacting other people, how do we kind of rein you in? So we just have a code word in our household and we've given each other permission of like, let's rein it in. I don't know if we've decided exactly what we're talking about today. I think but, we're um, still finding, <laughs> we're finding purpose. <laughs> but I think, but you know, I think a couple of things, if we, if um, I've been talking a lot to my clients about how they have choices, right? Mm-hmm. You have choices. Your wife says, wah, 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 right? <laughs> Is and that a Charlie you, Brown you can, reference? Sure. But you can say whatever you, now you're, now it's your turn. Right. And you have choices. Yeah. You can put on the empathetic, caring, loving hat. You can put on the passive neutral hat or you can put on the like aggressive angry hat. Like you can put on, you can put any of them on. And some of us like, we're just not paying attention. And so we don't even know what hat we're wearing. And then we open our mouth and we go, blah, blah, blah. Right. and maybe we don't get the response that we're looking for. But I'm like, slow down, put on your like loving hat mm-hmm. <laughs> and just say that thing. Even if it doesn't move the, like the, the solution forward. Yeah creating the like the con- the context for a meaningful loving interaction is better it's a better first step mm. um you know people are like oh i'm not very good at it i'm like slow down mm-hmm. slow down i feel like i told you this already but i had a my therapist asked me a question i got the answer wrong um, and she you asked me told me that no okay she asked me she said when ingrained patterns so ingrained patterns right. in your life right are, are arm wrestling, arm wrestling metaphorically with presence of mind. Uh-huh. So when ingrained patterns are arm wrestling with presence of mind, who wins? Presence of mind. 
Absolutely. You I got, said ingrained patterns. Oh, okay. Well then I said ingrained patterns. And I was like, she was like, there's no, no hope in, in that response at all. No. It's like, there's no opportunity She's, for no, change. Like, if that's the case, slow down, yeah. show up with presence yeah. and presence will overcome the ingrained pattern that you have. So for all of us who are inclined to go, Oh, but this is how I was raised or, Oh, this is what I think, mm -hmm. or I'm not very good at it. Like that's you just saying I'm lazy. Right. I'm not willing. Cause if you say, no, I'm going to slow down. Yeah. I'm going to consider my options here. I'm going to choose the option that is me actually being the person I most want to be. Let's yeah. say in your family, it's, I know it's in my heart. I'm going to reflect that. Right. Like then we can overcome ingrained patterns. And to the thing we were talking about at the top, I do think the context of a marathon setting, it helps you reinforce that like sort of over and over doing it a lot right. in a way that sometimes the, the start and stop doesn't, doesn't. So it just, it's not that it's better or worse. It just shifts responsibility back to you as the, as the thinker right? Or, uh, you to choices. reinforce yourself. Yeah. I do yeah. have to push back a little bit because you say just slow down. But in a lot of ways I tell people, yeah. you cannot be attuned to your partner or even to yourself because we are habitual human beings. Um, and mm -hmm. the reason why we create these rituals is because it's a really designated short period of time where it's kind of like, hey, when you go out on a date with your wife, which is a ritual, you know that you are showing up as your best self. You know how you're going to show up loving. You're going to listen to her. You're going to put your phone away. All of these things because you can't Maybe. be Zach Brittle, husband to Rebecca, fully attuned and slowing down so that you can respond and choose your best self 24 hours out of the day. But mm -hmm. if you have a designated two hour date, you can at least mm -hmm. slow down and say, I'm going to listen to you right now. So I, yeah. I, I think. Why are, what are you pushing back on? I'm That's pushing back on the idea that it's not that easy. Like if you're saying, Hey, I've got these ingrained patterns, like I'm dismissive no. or I'm, I'm sarcastic or I, I choose, you know, I'm, I'm distracted or I'm emotionally unavailable. All these, I'm anxious. These are things that are ingrained in who we are. And it's helpful if your partner is able to say lovingly, Hey, I, can I get your best version just for like the next hour? Or I, I want to share a story with you as kind of a reminder of, you have a choice right now, but I think we do default to those ingrained patterns and it's hard mm -hmm. to mentally choose in the moment. Like, I think you have to make that choice and it's easier if you're making that choice, if it's dinner time, if it's sex, if it's date night, if it's mm -hmm. like it, a ritual, a moment where you're like, well, if you're this, present. Is, this is when I'm choosing <laughs> to be present. Yeah. But I'm yeah. giving an out here that we, I don't think we disagree. Do not have to fine. be on point all the time. That's too much. Laura Heck can't handle that. And I need you to say it's okay. Say, say uh, it's okay. Thank you. It's okay. I don't know what I'm telling you is okay, but it sounds like really important to you. So yeah. I slowed down long enough to overcome my ingrained patterns and oh. tell you it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I had a story and I can't remember what it revolved around, but. Oh, crud. I had a, sorry, go ahead. What did you yeah. make? You didn't even tell us what you made. Well, what I made was a bunch of fresh vegetables and prawns and crab that I seasoned. Uh, and then of course there was heavy corn. There's three different varieties of corn in there. And I seasoned them and I wrapped them in tinfoil uh -huh. and grilled them. But my presentation was that these are cornhole bags, you know, like, the yeah, I like that. So they look like little, I know yeah, it was clever. It was clever. clever, but it just didn't land. Like I under seasoned it and I undercooked oh, no. it. And so while my presentation was baller, yeah, the, dish itself was problematic. What was the dessert um, with corn? 
I'm going to have to send you a picture. It was, uh, it was a, it was a tour of, I mean, it was four things. They like plated it on a slate and had powdered sugar. And one was a tamale with like a cinnamon apple yes. corn cream inside. Yes. And then one was like a cream puff and the cream puff inside was corn okay. base. And then the, one was, a like a cobbler and it had something to do with corn and the cobbler. Um, it was, I mean, it was incredible. It was like three different things. It was perfectly plated and, you know, looked amazing and it tasted amazing. And, and um, the drink, anyway. what was the drink? Was it, a it was like a, vodka? I think he called it a shrub, uh-huh. called it a shrub yeah. and it had, it was f- I forget what the fruit. corn element was, but, um, but yeah, it was, um, they won. Oh, they, they did. Won. Oh, the dessert one. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, well, you know what, even though we didn't necessarily have a topic at hand, I do think that we talked about important things and I do too. Yeah, I do too. And we needed to catch up cause we were like 10 days out of the, off each other's <laughs> radar there for a second. Cool. All right. Well, let's land this um, plane and then I'll see you again this week, which will be so fun. Yeah. Hey, by the way, yeah. um, do you remember that you're playing fantasy football? I need to, c- cause <laughs> yeah, you're not doing that good. Well, <laughs> can I, can I tell you something that I've been really intentional about? I've been really intentional about intentional about putting my phone away. And oh, it was you. a goal yeah. of mine to put my phone down while we were on vacation and not pick it up. So I didn't actually end up taking any photographs, but I knew that was going to happen. Um, but I got off of all social media. Yeah. I've been choosing not to communicate with certain friends just while I was there. And, and unfortunately mm. that's going to be my excuse for this week, but we'll see what happens. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Am I losing? I didn't lose by well, that the much. Utah, the Utah Bowderies. I think that's how you say it. the Utah Boundaries. They appreciate your lack of participation. In, Why? I only lost by today. like ten points. That's not bad on week one. No, you're losing today. You're losing. You're going to lose week two too. Why? Bad. Why? Because you're because you got you started three players that aren't playing. Well, they were questionable when I looked to begin with. They were questionable. Well, but <laughs> well, wait. How do you find out with the lineup whether or not they're also, out? Also, your defense has negative points. You, you, the Dolphins just finished their game, and you got you're negative welcome, eight points from the Dolphins. Utah couple. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I need a little help. Right, we, I gotta go. We gotta. Okay. Go. All right. Let's land it. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. And just as a reminder, if you go to greenchef.com slash MTR135 and you use the code MTR135, you get $135 off across five boxes and your first box ships free. Thanks for all of your time and attention making the relationship better today than it was yesterday. Yesterday.